0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by betonline.ag.
2: BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game Starts hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother Taja Dash. So, obviously, a lot has happened since our last show. We were talking about ducking, and I think uh, we now know there, there was no ducking with the, the, our guy actually having a legitimate injury that for whatever reason the Sixers brass let him play in that game. Um, but yeah, so a lot to get into on the show today. Uh, but one thing that's making the rounds before we get into the, the, the nitty-gritty and the topics for the week, um, apparently there's a report going around that the Lakers are looking to trade LeBron James. A lot of Sixers fans are all over this, talking about LeBron needs to come to Philadelphia to complete the process to join up with Embiid and Maxi. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on, on that potential of that happening? I know it's more of a fan-made-up thing of him coming to Philadelphia, but Eric, you played with LeBron and you played in Philadelphia is there, like a pitch you could give uh, LeBron to come to Philadelphia?
0: <laughs> uh, It would be great. I doubt if it happens, but it, it would be great. He would do great. I mean, he would love it. He would love Philly, and Philly would definitely love him. So that would be a, um interesting pair I would love to see.
1: It's funny that, like, he's kind of – I mean, as popular as he is, he's kind of like a villain in his own right because he's got like, a love-hate with the general public. Um I think he'd embrace that villainhood yeah. with Philly, though, right? Because, like, I mean, Philly's already hated outside of Philly for the most part. So I feel like anyone on the outside. He, he, he
0: would, would, yeah, he would definitely fit in. He would fit in.
1: Yeah, I think it would be a that would, great. Mix. That would be
0: fun to watch.
1: And I feel like he'd get a lot of credit for getting us over that second round hump, too. So it's not like he's just hopping onto a team that's just winning championship after championship. He's coming onto a team that's having trouble with some part of their season or their postseason. So, you know, he come and be that piece that actually gets us over the hump. But, no, I don't think it will
0: happen. He he could, Yeah, I mean, he he definitely could help from that standpoint, Um, especially in the playoffs. So we know what he's done and what he's capable of doing still also. So I guess we can
2: dream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Schema- schematically, though, do you, how well would his pairing work with Maxi and uh, and B? Would that be like an ideal pairing to have him with those two?
0: I don't necessarily know if it's ideal, but I know it'll work. <laughs> he's yeah. he's that good of a player. And he's that dynamic and that versatile. So, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that it would work. Yeah,
1: I think it'd be great. He's a primary ball handler sometimes, secondary other times. You could defer to Maxi when Maxi's hot. He doesn't have to be the guy and worry about the last shot because of Embiid or Maxi. So, um, you could say it's kind of like a, uh, I wouldn't say rich man's version of what he had with Kyrie and and uh, Love, but you know, Maxi's in the Kyrie mold, and then Embiid's, you know, obviously a little step higher than what Love provided, but similar,
2: yeah. He's proven he can play with the big in AD and Kevin Love too. So he, yeah, that's not an issue as well. Um, and Rich
1: Paul actually came out today and said it's not happening. So the fact that he actually had to even like say something in my mind means it's, it was pretty significant of a rumor if he had to actually come out and acknowledge <laughs> it, right? Sixers. Why is the agent them. coming out, not the team? That's true. <laughs> that's, that's a good question. Yeah.
2: yeah. Sixers fans are taking in and running with it right now. Everyone's uh, bringing out the old uh, complete the process um, pictures and stuff again. So yeah, oh, gosh. Uh, you know, with the, what with the news happening this week, you know, is that we're we're gonna take anything we can get uh, with Sixers fans this week. We yeah. do need some wins, <laughs> yeah, um, even if it's coming from nowhere. Uh, but yeah, let's begin with the uh, the news of the week. Uh, so good and bad news with Embiid. The bad news, obviously, Embiid has uh, injured his lateral meniscus. And a treatment plan is being finalized as we speak. Nothing's really come out with it yesterday. There was a couple different reports. Shams said he tore his meniscus. Uh, Woge said he, he hurt his meniscus. And then Shams later deleted his tweet about the tearing of the meniscus. So I'm curious to see the, the, what the team says about that um, when they more of I mean, his tra- a treatment plan gets finalized. Uh, but the good news is it could have been worse because they're not saying he's out for the season by any means. Um, so we'll see him be back. But Where, when, are they Are they
0: saying anything?
2: No, the team hasn't. I don't think the team has said anything
1: about it. The yeah, official so message, I think, is he's out till he's out over the weekend. Was what the, the official word is. But it was like, oh yeah, thanks. We got that. We kind of figured he'd be out over the weekend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, um, we don't know if this is something new, and we don't know if this is something that if it was the same thing, we don't know. Because before they said he was out, they never said it was meniscus. Like they're saying now. Yeah. I mean, they just said swollen so, knee. Yeah. Men- meniscus is um what I had. So I don't know how you can hurt your meniscus without it being yeah. some form of a tear. Yep. Yeah. It's just, it's minor. Meniscus is, is a tendon. So well, it's only certain things, certain amount of things you can do to attend it. It's not a ligament. Yeah,
1: yeah. Especially, especially the way it happened too, so, with someone falling on the knee. It's very, yeah.
0: And, and and the meniscus is that one is if it's the same one as mine. It's on the interior of the knee. So it's the same knee, same meniscus as mine. Like I, I'm familiar with that location unfortunately i don't know how you can like what i did with mine was i i shaved it down because it was like little pieces that were hanging off and that's where the irritation and the swelling would come from that's brutal so you shave it off and then when you shave it off you get less cushion to support like when your knees Knee like that. That's what the tendon is yeah. in between to cushion, basically, your knees like that. So when you cut it down, that's when you, you've you heard the term of guys say they're bone on bone.
1: Yeah. That,
0: that's where it comes from, that, because the tendon is either no longer there or it's been worn out. So my left knee now basically is bone on bone. My right one is a little tendon left. So, um, Hopefully he doesn't have to go that route hopefully it's not like that because as you get older, that's just, I mean, I don't know. They got new technology now, so they might be able to do something different than when I play. Um, maybe they can replace it or do something else. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I need to know. Yeah, there you go. Just follow the news <laughs> but, and then follow the surgery. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just don't, you know. I have talked to a doctor that told me there's some things that you can do for it, um, but it's not one of those things where it's kind of like grows back. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If it's that's torn, brutal. it's not lo- not going to like grow back. From what I from from my experience, so that's why I said when you know people are saying what where they're saying is. Not a tear, I said. But they're also not saying that it's what it is healed, and he'll be back. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So,
1: so still be worried is what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm saying for us not to know. And it's what three days later, we know he's had an MRI. We know he's had a procedure. We know he's had. It's by now he didn't he didn't go to Utah so by now he has definitely had an mri he's had some some form of technology where they looked at it they've had doctors yep. examine it and look at it by now so right now like i don't know unless they're just not releasing the information like i don't i don't know what, what plan like i don't know what you could be what could be waiting so for secretive. yeah by now i don't
1: I guess, I mean, it's the nice only thing is, I'm not a doctor, but the impact of it maybe created so much swelling that they're maybe waiting for that to go down before they take, it, take another look at it. I don't know. Because yeah, the it wasn't like it was a hit, you know?
0: Yeah, the swelling can't do that. swelling can um, prolong a diagnosis. And, and for you to get a real feel. But usually if the swelling is like that <laughs> and it's taking that long for you to do it, then it's not something that's too minor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, the fact let's, that you got one thing here. Yeah,
0: let's it's like that. <laughs> let's hope it's not like that. bad. Yeah, the the yeah. swelling is so much that you can't get a real look at it. I mean I, I it's unfortunate. I, I just think we need to um I mean you got I don't I don't I don't anticipate no matter how it is, I don't anticipate him being back before Austin, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. And it's definitely not something you want to rush. See, you you've had you've dealt with this. So
0: I mean he, he was, no matter what, he was pre he was previously Out before he came back to play the game. So you know, the MVP and all that stuff is out the door. We what he got three games left, four games left, three games. There's no way that happens. Yeah. That's once that's out the window, it's like what 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 is it what difference does it make?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a hundred percent about playoffs at that point. Like everything else is just what. You got his stats already.
2: Seeding would be the the other portion of that, I would say. So forget MVP. Now it's about the seeding aspect of things. Would you want to –
0: Well, seeding is looked at as playoffs, though. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, your your seed is is where you're going to be in the playoffs. So that's all playoff-related. You know what I'm saying?
1: I think you can – I think at some point or maybe even now, you might even, even stop thinking about having home court for the for round one and just worry about maybe not getting into the staying out of the play in
0: game at this point. Well, I mean, we are closer to the play in than we are to on um, first seed.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably gonna get
2: worse. So. Probably. Yeah. So uh, a follow-up to this whole Embiid situation. So now there's a report coming out that uh, the Sixers would be willing to part with a first-round pick for DeMar DeRozan. And this is something that we, we've we've really been held steady on, not trading any of our, our big-time picks that we have. Uh, but obviously this Embiid injury is probably prompting some of these conversations to be had now. Um, what do you guys think of uh, parting with a first-round pick for DeMar DeRozan since that's what's being reported right now? Um, do you think that would be – Good fit without MB for the time for the, for the time being, and then when he, when MB comes back, do you think that'd be a good fit?
0: I mean, tomorrow can play. I like him. Um, he's a free agent at the end of this year, correct? Yeah. Yep. So I mean, it's it doesn't take you off of your plan, whatever plan. your plan is for this summer. Um, um it, it, you come off of a first first round pick that that could be valuable in different areas or avenues. Um, but like I said, it's, it's, it's the objective to win a championship. If it is, then you need to make some moves to try to make that happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess you could also look at it as in the fact that they're this is being talked about for a DeRozan caliber player means that they have optimism. Yeah,
0: but my my thing is my. My thing is is Demar, and my question for you is: Demar is is a cap space guy, so I mean, he's taking up cap space, so it, it can't just be a first pick. we like, we got to send some guys too, right? Some salary. Yeah,
1: I would guess it would be something like, without like looking at the hard numbers, Morris would have to be included in that. Um, I think DeRozan's number is around like 24 three to 25. Uh, Morris makes, I think 17 top of my head. Yeah. Morris makes 17 and then DeRozan makes 28. So we need to make up for like 10 more million, like, 10, 10 more million. I would think that's like top of my head house and FERC. That would, that would, that would be the, that would about equal it out. Um, so yeah, you are it?
0: It, they have to have space. They have to have space for three guys or they gotta send some other guys or clear some guys, right?
1: Yeah, or yeah, or, or send yeah. Or just buy them out the second they get there, I guess. I don't know. Or
0: send them somewhere else.
1: Yeah, or re or redirect them. You can't I
0: mean you gotta have the spots.
1: Um but yeah, we don't have anyone that cleanly takes care of that unless it's a Tobias deal and then they add someone to that like add a Caruso or something to that. But they're rumored to want a good amount for Caruso. So I don't think they would just be that easy if it's only one first-round pick. Um, yeah, be interesting to see. Um, but in terms of adding him, I mean, I, I think if they're, if we can try to, like, connect dots. If they're talking about adding DeRozan, I would think, because there's, there's a lot they're not telling us, obviously, about Embiid's injury. We, we agree on that. But there's probably some optimism in the room if they're talking about because DeRozan's kind of an all-in tight move for this year, right? He's on a one-year deal. We're trading a first-round pick for him. It's a big move to only rent a guy for the rest of the season. So you gotta be thinking. MB, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a it's,
0: it's a it's a win now move. It's a win now move, but it's also a move that it's a win now move that doesn't hinder. For the most part, your future plans.
1: Yes, yeah. So, but in doing it, you're
0: saying like
1: we want this season to be a, yeah. a real shot, right? Yeah,
0: we want, we yeah, we want, we want to, we want to, we want to, we value in each year of Joel's career right now. That's that's what you're saying. So, yeah. so I'm assuming
1: then Joe, they think Joel will be okay come playoff time. If they're if they're go ahead with this, if this they. Happens. Yes. So that's positive. If not, then why do it?
0: Yeah, if exactly. If not, then why make why, why yeah. get rid of a um, first round?
1: Yeah, you just gave I away a first. So he's not going to be there. Yes. Because we can all agree that as good as DeRozan is, no Embiid, no championship even with DeRozan, right? I think we can agree with that.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, yeah I think DeRozan – I mean, yeah, there's, there's fit problems. Even like you said about LeBron earlier. Is it the perfect fit? No, but – You know, DeRozan's a good player and anyone who's highly in favor of like a Jimmy Butler type move back to Philly, which I think most people are, um, should not be against DeRozan. They're not the same exact player, but they do give a lot of the same qualities. Um, So, you know, anyone in favor of that should be in favor of DeRozan. I I don't see why it's that different. Um, So, yeah, I I think it'd be a good move.
2: Uh, Eric, Tage and I were having a discussion about where would DeRozan be if we had a starting five if we didn't trade anybody in our starting five. I said it would go Maxi, DeRozan, Batum, Tobias, and b Tage said no, it would be Melton at the two. Batum would go to the bench, and and uh, DeRozan would go to the three. Is that how you would see it? Yeah, DeMar's a three.
0: DeMar's yeah. a three right now.
2: I think three is his best
0: position. He can play at a two, but I think three is still his best position. But um. But I, but I can see them moving Melton um, and putting DeMar at a two if the three is more versatile and can defend twos. I mean, it kind of really depends on who you're playing um, to. Um, well, no, it really depends on how you want Maxi to defend. Do you want him to be the primary defender on all of these point guards coming through here? Yeah that that's that should be more of how it looks um cuz if 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 we start demar and say for instance um or maybe demar and kelly um when we play uh um let's say when we play Milwaukee who's guarding Dane? Maxie. It, it, with, that with that lineup, you know I'm saying? Yes, yeah, he would have have to. But if Melton's in there, then Melton could guard him. You see what I'm saying? So that it all depends. But at the same time, you know, Milwaukee would probably put Dame on Batum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not and not Maxie. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, it'd be uh, pretty good um starting five though. I mean, regardless, I mean we have it'd be optionality there with whoever you go with it. once Melton mm-hmm. comes back, everyone's healthy again. Yeah, That was very striking last night to notice that uh, all the guys we got in that trade were inactive last night. I just, that, I just thought that was it was my, my first epiphany. I was wait, Morris is out, Covington's out, and Batum's out. Yeah, Martin was in, but he played five minutes. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So all favor of DeMar Rosen, Yeah. So you guys all be down for the first round pick. Thumbs up, Eric. I'm for it. Yeah. I'm for Consen- that. Consensus. <laughs> um. All right. So other good news for this week. So yesterday we had a little bit. We had the bad news then MB, but then right after that, it was a nice little uh, news dump. And be injury, then boomer right after that Tyrese Maxey all-star game, voted to his first all-star game, and celebrated with a career-high 51-point game last night. Um, yeah, so I, I, right off the bat, that game last night was a really was a fun watch. Uh, do you guys think that Maxey kind of had a little boost uh, last night with the the all-star selection? Um, and do you guys see a continuation of that with Joel Embiid being out for this foreseeable future?
0: Yeah, I mean I think that it was a combination. How he how he's feeling and how the game was going and he made those early shots. Um, I think them playing zone <laughs> it basically just said shoot. Um and then once he made those shots and he had that big half, you know, it was just one of those games. Um will it continue? I think his aggressiveness will continue. I hope his mm-hmm. shot making continues. Um so, you know, I've always always think like for a guy to come back and play like that, then I could have missed the game before. <laughs> like I always think about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Come back and get fifty one. You missed three games. Like that's pretty wild. That's like AI stuff, you know. Forty one so minutes up. too. Yeah, that's, that's that's impressive. Um, he's going to have to be. He's going to get a lot more attention. Um when if joel doesn't play so i think he can do it i i I do feel we need to find some versatility in him doing that i don't think he needs to be a primary three-point shooter deep three-point shooter for that to happen i still think he needs to be in transition um, receiving the ball and then making plays more so than the primary ball handler every time. So I just think you know, some adding some versatility in the, in his ways, different ways to score in attack.
2: Yeah. Tej, what were your thoughts?
1: Um, awesome game, and he actually said it after the game. Uh, if Embiid. kind of alluded to like mb if he did play then he might have missed that he probably would have missed that game from what i'm uh taking from his post game um i thought it was awesome i I thought he should have shot more threes he was seven of nine he could have taken a few more to be honest um i love that he went to the free throw line 11 times that's great he's getting contact uh playing through it and um going to the line 51 points obviously incredible i He's gonna have to get he can't do it by himself every night so he's gonna have to get teammates involved one assists it's not gonna get done I know he's shooting a lot more taking like you know the the aggressive approach but he is gonna have to get other guys involved you know he said he learned a lot from harden so hopefully he learned you know that from harden too uh, ways to get guys involved even when you're stroking it that night you know that was harden's thing he could score 45 but he had also like 13 assists in the game. It's not easy to do that, obviously, but, you know, um, just something to get better at and try to get other guys involved. It'll help we have more of our guys back. Um, But uh, incredible game. They were talking about it at halftime yesterday, uh, the TNT guys, and um, they were saying, like, what a boost you just get off off that, a confidence boost when you you get um, sent to the All-Star game and, like, you feel like you're – already just a better player and you can you can do things that you maybe were hesitant on or you just have no hesitation at that point. Like you fully, fully – not that he didn't believe in himself before, because obviously he did. But just like it's, it's just a whole other level you feel about taking shots and making plays that you maybe would have been hesitant about. Um, it was really cool to see him get that. He deserved it. Um, it was a nice reward. Um, but, yeah, just getting teammates involved, that's my only – thing i think he should keep doing and just keeping aggressive tobias was aggressive too 21 shots
2: and mm-hmm. seven assists
1: yeah yeah That his only-
2: kickouts kick to Ubre were the reasons why we won that obviously Maxi's big game but then his kickouts to Ubre at the end of that game were huge yeah yeah he, he he did say in his post game that he's his uh ankle is still feeling um Pretty icky. So, I mean, he, he pretty much played that game with uh, 51 points on one ankle last night. That's that's Patrick. That's Patrick Mahomes' status right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to. I mean, if it's something the ankle, it it it's, it'll probably be a little irritating for a minute. Even though he's, you know, guys figure it out. Especially when they get in the game, they can muster their way through it. Get warm, yeah.
2: But, yeah, did you guys take any other notes? I know we, we, we called out to, uh, to buy 13 of 21 last night, uh, seven assists. Um, anything else stand out to you guys in last night's game? Because I mean, this is probably going to be a, a good representation of what it's going to be like for the foreseeable future, unless we make a trade here soon. Play
0: confident. Play well. Um, play together. I think that um, that's going to be needed. Um and I, I think they still need to stick with playing Obamba. <laughs> uh he he has some late late minutes too, like I said, for like you gotta yeah you gotta stick to that. You, you gotta stick to when this is a chance for him to play, you gotta let him play. Um and you know the more he plays, I think the, the better for him and us. So guys are stepping up and and ready for their moment. And that, that's that's good. That's
2: good to see. Yeah, Bamba three blocks. They I mean, he was skying for those rebounds in the, at the end of that game. It was yeah. He, air, I mean, you, air Call, you need you need to stick to some of these guys, give these guys minutes to because otherwise, we're not going to know what they can do if we're never even playing them. We're just like automatically going to oh, let's pick up the next big uh, center or, or uh, try to trade for a center. We have two, we have two two guys on the bench, and yeah, seeing what bomba could do is was, was was nice last night.
1: It's funny, but I thought we got. I thought we got way more slaughtered on the boards than we did. We only lost the the rebound battle by three. I thought we were getting killed at that. I, when I was watching the game, I was like, "Man, what's the rebound disparity?" Because it seemed like they were getting every board. they were getting second and third yeah. chances on shots, and they're hitting threes off of them. Um, good to see us finally have a good three point. That's so what it was. Remember. It
0: was that's what it was. It was it was them scoring off of them. Yeah, so makes it seem like it's more when yeah. they score off it.
1: It put, puts more weight on that rebound when someone hits a three right afterwards. They had a lot off that. If we stop that, um, I mean, Bomba's going to have to get minutes because we're going to need just more rebounding help without Joel there. Um, Paul Reed's a good rebounder, and he had four offensive rebounds last night. That's great. But we just, we're just we going to need size, and we're going to need bomba to be key while, while Joel's out. He's going
2: to have to step up. Yeah. And, if, and his presence defensively in the post as well. I mean, the, the, yeah. The three swats he had. Actually, look at almost everyone on the team. Uh, had a block last night. Harris one block, House one block, Paul Reed two blocks, Ubre three, Maxi one, and then uh, Bomba three.
1: All the starters had one, at least yeah. one.
2: Everyone's got to step
1: up, do your part. Ubre's had active hands. Yeah, I, I know he's been, people have gotten after him for not being the greatest defender in his past, but he's putting a maximum
2: effort this year. I, uh, Eric, I want to get your um, – what were your thoughts on Jaden Springer? Jaden Springer was deeing up uh, Clarkson pretty well last night. What do you think about that? So it was gritty.
0: I mean, I, what what he's what he's been been doing, I think we kind of know that's who he is. Um, him being able to display it on a consistent basis, some of it we don't know if it's him and we don't know if it's opportunity. But that, that's the part with him trying to figure it out. Um, is it his level of consistency or, or the level of consistency with the opportunities, but um, I, more than anything, he, as long as he keeps up his energy, because that's where he's different. Um, that I, I think it, you know, he'll, he'll provide opportunity for himself and, and, and be able to do some things for us. Yeah. Yeah. He was locking him down yesterday. That
1: was great to watch. And Marcus and I were saying yesterday watching the game, I, we didn't look up to see if he played football, but he would have been a badass football player, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely.
2: All right, so we're going to head to our game picks here. So Sixers are headed home uh, after a one four road trip, obviously, you know, winning the last one, you know, going to 04 and then you win your last one. Hopefully a little momentum sparks there uh, going into – Saturday night against Brooklyn. I don't know if Ben Simmons is going to play, so we don't know if there's going to be a return to Philadelphia for him this weekend. Uh, maybe he'll be on the sideline with a nice, nice looking outfit on. But um, who do you guys? Uh, who do you guys have in this one uh, Saturday at six o'clock Eastern Standard Time um, against the Brooklyn Nets? Spread is not out yet for this game. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I say we'll win. Um, be tough. They'll play well, even with with or without Ben. Um, especially without Joel. It's a hard matchup. Um, but they're, you know, it makes taking Joel out helps them a great deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it'll be tough. I think we, I think we win it, but it'll, it'll, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, I don't think it's the team that we will have. I don't think we'll have the type of success that we have when we, when Joel was playing.
2: Yeah, if I remember correctly, it was our our game four last year. this uh, when we swept them, that was without Joel, right?
1: Uh, yeah, three last or four. One?
2: Yeah,
1: to end the,
0: the season?
2: No, the um the the sweep uh, the first round of playoffs in yeah, the playoffs. Oh, he yeah. didn't play one of
0: those games. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, and besides that, getting blown out by the the Suns, I mean, they've been playing. Pretty well, even in their losses, they blew out Jazz, who we just struggled against. Um, they beat the Rockets. Uh, they lost by two to the Timberwolves. Lost by five to the Knicks. Uh, they lost by eleven to the Clippers, and they beat the uh, they beat the Lakers. They lost by two to the Blazers. Lost by one to the Heat. So they're even in the games they're losing for the most part against decent teams, good teams. They're hanging around. Um, it's it's going to be a tough game. I'm really curious to see what the spread's going to be. Um, but we're going to have to pull out victories like this without Joel if we're going to hang around and, you know, not be in a play game. So, um, I'm going to say we win in a, a return to home. I think it's going to be a really tough game. And um, if we are favored, uh, you know, might take them in covering that. Because I think it
0: will be a, a really close game down to the wire. Yeah, that, that, that first game back, I mean, they really call it the last game of the road trip. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've, I've actually noticed that. I noticed some teams have like letdowns when they first get
0: back home. Why is that? Time change. Um, it's a lot of different things. You come back home, you tend to be more relaxed. You relax a little bit more. Your sense of urgency isn't as high. Sometimes when you come back, you kind of feel like oh, we're home, so things are going to go well. Mm-hmm. And then the, just the draining of the travel. Yeah, like, like I said, like it's you know how you feel when you travel for a while and you come back, like it, it takes yeah. you a minute. It's, everyone's like, that. so, um, kind of win that game, and it's like, I mean, it's still like they played last night, but when that game was over, it was um, after midnight in Philly, after one o'clock in the morning in Philly. Yeah, so you still playing where where it feels like forty eight hours. It's less, way less than 48 hours. It's closer to, in some, in some ways, it's closer to 24 than 48. <laughs> then you got to fly all the way back for a team that's probably just taking the train ride to Philly. Yeah. It's different schedules. Now, if everybody's on the same schedule and you in the playoffs where you're playing them and both teams are traveling and doing the same schedule, that's different. But here, it's, everybody isn't playing the same schedule. So it is
1: different. Yeah. Yeah, I get that that sigh of relief when you're home too, but you're like, we have to come out and claw and dig for this, especially even without you. It's like that extra, like everyone's got to be extra on top of it, right? So um yeah, yeah I see that. And like people a lot of people are sluggish when they get back off a trip that first day of work. They're kind of dragging through it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can't drag through a basketball game.
2: <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> um uh monday so uh before our next show we'll have one more home game it's monday 7 p.m hosting the dallas mavericks um yeah i mean luca Kyrie, i mean it's a that's a they pack a hell of a punch offensively and i remember last year we had some good offensive uh showdowns with them um i think that they're one of the first games with Kyrie um it was against us it was like a 140 to 140 kind of game um uh, what do you guys uh what do you, what do you guys think wins this one
0: i think i'll say we win um but we can't have Luca going for 50 and triple doubles. And, like, we have, we have to do something. Like, we, we have to shut something down. Um, but I think he has a, his normal great game. I just think, you know, Maxi plays well, but I just think our other guys play better than theirs.
2: Yeah. Get, yeah. Springer off, get Springer off the bench and have him just uh, shadow uh, Luka all night. <laughs> Give him the business. Yeah. You I mean, You're not gonna stop
0: those guys from getting their numbers, man. You just want to be able to help you put your put your team in position. Man. You ain't gonna help them. You don't stop them guys from getting numbers. Man. Do you do
1: you do you think teams are gonna to start to? Until we prove we're like you know we can score and be a consistent force without MB, do you think teams will kind of let their guard down a little bit against us without with no Joel?
0: I mean, I think guys naturally would do it. But if you look at sort of what the Lakers did with Boston and, like, us winning the game when Joel was out, like, mature teams won't do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Teams that are focused and and ready to play won't let their guard down Um, because you still got to – you should be able to – you should have to respect – you should be respecting everyone every time you step out there on that court. So, yeah. Um, if you let your guard down, you deserve to, to get beaten.
1: Yeah. Or maybe a game that teams maybe if they're gonna sit their star and rest them after a back to back, maybe we're that team.
0: It, 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 it could be, but you know, like like but you know, we are getting deep into the season. So I don't I don't think teams in the Eastern Conference are gonna think like that. just trying to move and stay in front of us. Yeah. Or sort of catch yeah. us. Um yeah. they're not gonna fit like that. They you should may be. have some Western conference teams like that, but then that race is out there thick too. It's true. So uh, I don't see it. Yeah, I think I say it's anyway. getting towards mm-hmm. you know, all star break used to be like you know, a little earlier in the season, whereas now it's it's closer to the end. That you know, you're not oh. coming out of all star break with half the season left.
1: Yep. Keep an eye on that oh as far as win-loss sorry the dallas game um irving still might not play i mean he's questionable for tomorrow's game against the bucks so we'll see we'll monitor his status um if both of them play i think we have a tougher time against him i think we lose that game it's a tough tough matchup we lost that game with Embiid well, last year right so mm. Not to say we can't win it without him, but you know, I, just, I, I
2: think I think that was at Dallas though when we lost it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh well, yeah. So I, I think I'm with Eric here. Both 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 games this weekend wins. Yeah, thank yeah. You. I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Get this three game win streak going, baby. And then we gave and we added to Marta Rosen in two weeks or wait, no it'd be, actually no next week's the trade deadline ooh yeah, yeah. next week's gonna be a fun next week. week next Thursday right yep yep so I'm sure I'm sure we'll have some nice uh, uh, trade deadline rumors for our next episode on Tuesday yep all right fellas well hope hopefully we continue this win streak into our until our next episode guys hope you have a good weekend fellas all right thank you see it, guys see everybody.